Hello and welcome <laughs> to episode 15 of the Bayou Dragons podcast. Per use myself, Mr. Porter May. Hello. And Mitch McCall on the mics. I'd like to start out uh, before we get started giving a shout out to our sponsors and a couple of our partners. We want to start with Floyd Fabrication. Floyd Fabrication does all of our hats, all of our signs and all of these cool designs that you guys see so make sure you guys check out floyd fabrication hook and bullet sunglasses they make you see the future (laughs) great sunglass company there also want to give a shout out to lone star and lone star light as well as twisted tea for providing us with some uh some good good times and some uh some good nights much appreciation to them and finally we would like to give a huge shout out to snuff cup who we are What's introducing on, for the very first time, Mr. Matt Baker, to my left here. What's going on, everybody? I'm super Welcome glad to, to be the here. show. Yeah, old uh, Snuff Cup. We got him to drive 10 hours to come down here and record this podcast. And we can kind of, we're going to go over the whole weekend and everything that we've done and his experience so far in Southeast Texas. But uh, we're just glad that, you know, he partnered with us. He's given us a really cool product. You have seen it. On past episodes, we've used it in TikToks and Instagram, and and we have it, you know, sitting right here. And we're going to get his input on how we came up with this whole thing, and we're going to go through everything. We're going to just pick at him until he just really wants to quit fucking talking to us. Yeah, pick we'll at the deal. brain of that uh, that young Missouri man who started this company and kind of get into why you why you started doing this, man. It's actually a really cool and interesting uh, interesting story you've got. Yeah. Absolutely. It's actually quite a long story. Um, well, just to start out with it, I guess most people see what I have on my back and it's all about, um, what my goal is and that's to try to buy my family farm back one day. Um, with that being said, the product snuff cup directly came from, from, uh, from that circumstance and, uh, kind of started it out a few years ago. And since then we went into, uh, the development of the product, which took quite some time. And since then, um, it's been quite the journey, but uh, we started it, worked on it very, very hard. And uh, for about the last 18 months, we've been just absolutely grinding, super happy and uh, looking to move forward with it, man. Got to meet some great people along the way. You guys have uh, been supporting me since the beginning. Yeah. So, Mr. Snuff, um, I'm just going to call you Mr. Snuff for this episode. Um, the family farm thing, that was like kind of how you started out on your social media platforms, like your TikTok and stuff, from what I gather uh following you and you came up with the idea but like like tell us about your family farm where like was in in missouri south missouri where you're from absolutely uh the family farm was in alton missouri and 430 acres uh was damn the size of the farm it was a cattle farm um when my grandparents had it back in the 70s it was a uh, hog farm in the beginning and since then uh in that point of time you know the the price of feed came up and uh it became very expensive to feed hogs and whatnot, so they swapped over to cattle. And that was what i known ever since I was a little boy was cattle farm. Uh, <laughs> hunting, fishing, all that stuff was something that I got to be a part of uh, since a young age. And, uh, you know, I was, I was one of the guys I never got to grow up on the farm like most, most people that are involved with a the farm. They got to grow up on a farm. I didn't. And that's kind of what makes me special because um, – like I've said in some past videos and whatnot, you know, my parents used to, uh, especially my mom, I got bad grades when I was a kid. So growing up, uh, when I was having bad grades, it was threatening 
to take away like deer and turkey season from me and whatnot. And uh, I, I freaking hated that. So I was always I was always heavily involved, wanting to be a part of my family farm. And uh, you know, since since the whole circumstance happened, um, I've developed this business, and we've just been rolling with it, man. Can't wait to make the offer one day. Hell yeah, that's a uh, that's kind of like and. Hopefully, people that end up that are following us, and if they don't know who you are, which they probably do, um, hopefully they look back at your videos, seeing the progress of like from your beginning. It's really neat to see. Like it's like okay, well he had this. Idea. I mean, how'd you? It's ingenious. Like that makes other spittoon companies look like straight trash because the unique, especially unique bottom deal where you can keep your cans and shit like that. Yeah. The approach I took on it with Snuff Cup was uh, what, what my mindset was from the beginning was I wanted to take my original idea and bring it to life. And once I achieved that, um, I've always valued business is a, a true successful business is a business that takes information from the people that supports them, invest all that money back into it to bring the product, the service, and just every business admiration to life. So I took all my feedback from the customers and the people that supported me, um, and, and I built what the community wanted. Um, the community of dippers, they wanted uh, this is the product they wanted. So we came out with the Snuff Cup Pro, and uh, we're about a month into launch, a little over a month. And, man, it's been very rewarding um, since I started this. It's completely changed my life, content, um, product development, uh, meeting people on social media. It's been an absolute blast so far. And the uh, I can't wait to keep moving forward with it. I get to meet people like you and be on the Bayou's Dragon podcast, baby. Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah, that's where Mitchell came in clutch on that. Well, we're just happy to have you here, man. And I will say, um, I saw one of your videos, like, before I even knew who you were, you know. And um, the first video I saw, I was like, man, this guy kind of reminds me of myself, man. This dude's a, a fucking grinder, man. Like, <laughs> he's getting it, man. He's trying to he's trying to make it just like us. And we, um, you know, we hit it off. And, of course, both of our businesses really go hand in hand because, you know, we love the shit out of your product and, um, you know, we can advertise it very well and you make a solid product. So I think we go hand in hand. You're a great dude and uh, we're happy to have you here. Hopefully can put you on some birds this week, man. And I cannot wait. I've, uh, like I said, I'm from Southern Missouri and uh, we do not have very many ducks where I live. So I've never got to be a part of any sort of hunting excursion that involves ducks. Never been around any alligators if there's anything to do with marsh, I've never been a part of it, so I cannot wait to get out there and do some yeah. of that too. Um, so this week, I mean, you came down at a perfect time. So snuff came in this past Friday, and it was it, September for us is a real big month. And it starts of teal season, which just started here about a week and a half ago, and then uh, alligator starts on the tenth, and it's been alligator. And down here in Anahuac, Texas, the alligator capital of Texas, we have the annual gator fest and you showed up at the perfect weekend to witness you that should deal. let me elaborate on gator fest gator <laughs> fest is the first expo you would consider that you would a consider festival. it a, a, festival, festival, like a, like a festival yeah okay. okay a festival gator fest is the first festival i've ever been a part of and coming down to texas and making this my first experience at a festival, it's been a great time. I mean, honestly, the crowd was electric here. Watching you guys in your booth, it was amazing to see you guys working together as a team, a group, everybody coming together. 
and just being stand out in your guys' content and your guys' just your service to the people that support you guys. It's been truly, it was mind-blowing to see what you guys were able to accomplish yesterday just as a group of uh, friends and family that have come together um, from everything, from content to just being able to talk to people, talk to the community that supports you guys. What you guys have going on is truly amazing to be a part of and watch it. Yeah, I think um, like going back on all that, we we talked on some other episodes about some shows that we did around like Houston and Dallas and you know areas where we're not like, I wouldn't say like big and prominent in, you know, they're, they're kind of down the road for us, but like the hometown crowd always comes out and supports and they're absolutely amazing. And whether it's people that we've grown up with and that we know, or that, you know, have heard of us through their friends and, you know, are finally coming out. Like I had so many people that are like, Oh, you know, my, my husband or my boyfriend or, or somebody knew you guys were going to be out here, but they got to work. Like they were super excited to come out and see you guys. And, and more important than that, just getting to spend time with, you know, with some followers and, you know, get to kind of explain what it is that we do for some of the people that don't know. Uh, it's just so much fun just getting to hang out with everybody. Absolutely. Know, getting that FaceTime. My highlight moment of this whole weekend has been the old boy that came up with a $20 bill saying, hey, tell Porter I said hi. Just <laughs> give, just hand, just, it's it's crazy, you know, just to see the people that support you guys, especially being hometown, local to this area the festival. I mean, it was a great experience. I mean, people absolutely love y'all. I know they love you here. I know they love you across the country too. It's amazing to be a part of it, man. Hey, did you get to, uh, did you get to see any of the big lizards? I did, man. I saw Kong. He, is that what you're yeah, referring to Kong. by lizard? He was a huge lizard. I don't know much about the, the big alligators, but I can tell you that's a big one, man. It was, it was pretty cool to see. I had to go take a few minutes, go check him out. Yeah. That's did wild. You, did you see any of them get brought in? So, before we go into that, the just to describe to people that don't know, so the Texas Gator Festival, it's held in September once a year. It's a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And, you know, it's like your normal festival. You have your booths and stuff like that. And, like, we were set up, you know, when you walk in. But there's concerts and live music Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And then throughout the day on each day, they have gator hunting competition. So if you have tags – like if you're a landowner with tags in the state of Texas and you kill alligators, you can bring them in, weigh them in, you know, they pick them up for everybody to see if they're big enough. People take photos with them. It's a whole deal. And it's a competition you get paid for by the hourly daily and then the weekend. So, I mean, if you won, you know, overall, the whole thing overall, yeah. you know, you could win a little bit of money. It's almost like a bass tournament, but alligators. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really cool what they were able to do with that, you know, because, it's a very short time that they have to go and harvest alligators. And so giving them the opportunity to say, Hey, you guys are going to go out there and harvest these alligators. Let's, uh, let's, let's raise the stakes a little bit, give you guys the opportunity to come out here. And, you know, if you do get that big alligator, you know, put it up for everyone to see and, you know, kind of get your name up on the board. And, you know, it's, it's a pretty cool thing. I think more so for bragging rights for some people too, because yeah. it's a big deal. And shout out real quick to Casey Hedges. He's uh he bought Porter's processing and, it's still Porter's processing, and he's doing a damn good job with it. He's building an empire, and it's going good. And they had a huge turnout with all the gator hunters this year, too. Not only that, dude, their their merchandise was phenomenal. Yeah, I thought it was great. They man. have some dank-ass shit for sure. Yeah. Yeah, it was a lot of fun, man. I, I, I was very – I was kind of – I always kind of got to put my blinders on when I go to these events, you know, because if I go walking around and shopping, I'm going to spend a bunch of money and whatever. <laughs> but it, it also was sad because, like – 
it was such good live music, like Pat Green, Corey Morrow, like all these Jason Bolin. These Texas legends are out here just doing it at Gator Fest, and they always have some really killer lineups, you know. But and I, we're just having to sit there and do our thing. We're listening, and there's everybody's going down to the show, and it's like, man, it sucks. But we had a good setup, man. We had the tunes pumping, uh, slamming down some beers, and every once in a while we'd go get us a good glizzy with some mustard, and <laughs> <laughs> we were like, you know, we we were all day out there, and it was hot, man. We're drinking beer, and we're just kind of you know but getting fatigued, and that glizzy always brought us up, man. <laughs> the, but the glizzy, <laughs> but the people though were. Like, they were persistent. I got, I didn't have the honor of being there 24-7 with y'all to, you know, but I appreciate everybody that was coming out and, you know, hanging out. Like, y'all literally had a party going on. Dude, we were, oh, like, dude, we were literally throwing like down. throwing down. Oh, man, our, it was a good time. So, fo- to follow the uh, the Pat Green performance, you know, we, like, packed up. It was late. It was almost midnight. I'm like, yeah, let's get out of here. And then I stopped and thought about it. And I was like, you know what, let's, let's wait and, you know, kind of – might be able to get to hang out and meet some people on the way out of the show. And so, like, I had this big Exo Gear speaker. I just flipped it around and turned it all the way up and started blasting Co Wetzel. And everybody came and started drinking and partying with us after the show. They didn't want to go home. The coolest thing, man, about that to me was the the, the people we got to meet. You know, like uh, Cody Hibbard. Was, oh, man. When he oh, came yeah. out and hung out with us and stuff. I didn't I didn't know him all that well, man. Shout out to him, by the way. Uh, <laughs> for sure. Sweet tunes. That dude's next up for sure. Hundred percent. We got to meet Public Hunter. Public Hunter is bad. You know, man. Just, just the type of people you get to meet down here. Hey, Absolutely big, a great time. Great people. We got to meet them, man. Look forward to talking and, and meeting more people. You got recognized a few times at our booth too. That was crazy, man. I. What was funny was this one kid walks up and's like, "I like that hat," and it was, uh, Snuff Cup's not wearing it right now. It was a camo Bayou Dragons hat. Snuff Cup goes here. Just hands it straight, straight up to him. Head, man. Yeah. And he was just like, yeah, you guys are just like me. I saw you guys, man. It's hard. Like when a kid comes up, supports you, has, has watched your content, man, it's, it's hard not to just give everything away. Unfortunately, at the end of the day, you do have to try to uh, run a business. You do have to yeah. try to make some money at the same time. Um, it, but it's, it's hard to, it's hard to have a, a younger kid that comes up and supports you and what you do, you know, and not just say, here, man, take everything I have. Thank yeah, you so yeah, much for yeah. even just we, checking my stuff. We have a, a threshold for that, you know, because they've taken such good care of us by supporting us. And so, you know, we're able to do that. And I, that that means the world to me when someone comes up and they're like, you know, hey, man, you know, somebody came up to me wearing one of my hats today or one of our hats today. And he was talking to me about something small, you know, maybe some baits or something. And I was like, well, you know, you bought one of our hats, man. You support us. You like our stuff and you want some baits. Like I, I can help you out with that, you know? So just love to, to give that back. You know what I mean? Like y'all are supporting us. Like we'll take care of you. You talking about Braxton? Yeah. 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 Bra- he was a cool kid and he fishes on the Anawak high school f- bass fishing team. So hopefully he'll catch some, uh, fish with them, them Bayou dragon baits. Oh yeah, <laughs> man. That's, uh, it's very satisfying to uh, to see that, you know, the not only like Snuff said something today or yesterday, I think it was that really stuck with me. You know, I was um, I was explaining to some people that had some questions about his product and, you know, kind of giving them the rundown and the story that he has with, you know, buying back the farm. And um, one thing that he says, it's, you know, for the farm is like a, a kind of like a logo, not logo, but like a slogan that you, you like to run and um I think that's very important from a business mind. You know, you, you have to have a goal, right? You have to have a goal in mind. And like, that's probably the best goal I've ever heard of. Like you have such a, 
an excellent motivation for doing what you're doing. You know, your goal, your end goal is what you're trying to reach is extremely pure. And I think it's awesome. Yeah. Um, I would like to elaborate on that a little bit, man, because uh, one of the things that stuck out with me or one of the things that stuck out with me the last few weeks, I had a kid come up to me and told me I was an inspiration. Yeah. And that threw me off and it almost kind of made me mad um, because I never, I never started this business. I never uh, set this goal for myself with that intention in mind. Uh, I was, you know, when I was younger, you know, everybody talks about find something that inspires you. Well, honestly, to goodness, for me, it was more of, I want to inspire myself. I want to hold myself accountable. I want to teach myself discipline. Um, And a family member of mine, you know, had gave me uh, some great words of advice one time. He said, if you're going to do it, go all out with what you do. And I I took that to heart. He told me, he said, he said, you need to go all out with what you do. If if you're going to set your mind and your goal to something, which he was aware of my situation, uh, my family member um, still supports me to this day, like always. And uh, I took that to heart. So, I mean, I wear it on my back and it is an inspiration for myself and uh, the fact that it has inspired um, uh, the one young individual in particular, uh, that was pretty special for me. Um, at the same time, you know, it's, it's uh, when, when you start a business and you have a goal, you know, you, you want to inspire yourself. I believe inspiring yourself is the way to go with business, man. Yeah, but, but looping back around um, on that, it was really incredible the interaction that you had with him. And that it stuck with me. Like, I'll never forget this because he... I was, I was talking to them about that and you came up and I said, man, I said, Matt's actually here right now. If you want to talk to him, this is the guy. I'm like, no, no kidding. Really? So you came up and started talking to him and, um, they were like, that's really incredible. And you said, well, you said, don't, don't buy it because of that. He said, I didn't make snuff cup, you know, for people to, to take the outlook of, you know, the, maybe even like a, a pity thing or like anything remotely related to that. I wanted to make a badass product that you would love. He said, if you buy it, that's the reason I want to, I want you to buy it because it's a badass product and for, for nothing else. I yeah. want you to take, I want you to look at this and, and think that it's a product that you would enjoy and something that you would love and that it, it works for you. Absolutely, man. With, with my product and, and my business, my goal is a hundred percent to create the most badass product on the market for people that dip and it sell itself 100%. And not even just dip. Like, it doesn't have to be a dip thing, and you've put that in your videos, too, because it's like, man, I would love to buy one if I didn't dip. It's like you choose or sunflower seeds or whatever the fuck else. Like, you know, like as you you know, you know, pour your sunflower seeds in there. You can spit them out. Like, it's in the name. Like, it's just snuff. It doesn't have to be snuff. It's a cup. You can spit in it. Machine washable. Like, it's just good for anything. If you're going on a road trip, set it in your console. If you choose seeds or just, you know, Anything you can be running nine oh down the highway and you don't want to have that window down rocking up your hairdo, yeah, spitting that snuff cup, dump it out when you hit a stop sign, boy. <laughs> exactly, man. So I just kind of want to talk, uh, go into this whole weekend. I think the thing besides Bayou Dragon, which might have been one of the most spoken words at Gator Fest, which is was an honor. I was I, I was extremely flattered. What uh, <laughs> a lot of times, man. I. I we're blessed beyond words, man. I, I couldn't even put it into words when people would come up and, and say stuff to oh. us like that. It was, it was incredible. Dude, like, I'm talking hundreds of people were wearing our hats and shit, and it was fucking awesome. It was, but it was incredible. The best thing, and I'm about to bring Mitchell into the conversation, I think the number one thing, was, or second thing was... Keep going, I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, the number one thing was, oh, my God, 
that's the guys off of TikTok. And then they would see Mitchell, and they're like, like especially a bunch of the little kids, they were like, just gang gang with the mustache. No, it's it's always. So how'd awesome. you feel? It's uh, great. I love seeing you know little kids, um, you know that watch our stuff and. Um, you know, we try to spread positivity and I just love seeing them, you know, try, we try to, you know, inspire people and, you know, doing what we do, they like it. And, uh, it's just great to see, man. Yeah. That, uh, it was awesome seeing how many people like, cause that is our biggest outreach, like by far with views is the TikTok, and so many people follow us on TikTok, and they ate that shit up, especially meeting you. There's like a bunch of kids wanting to take pictures of Mitchell. Oh yeah, I love getting that. Mitchell's autograph. Every hey, single one of you guys are superstars. I'm telling you, man, it was <laughs> crazy to see. I, I I was so happy to be a part of it, man. You guys, just the amount of support you guys got, and I know it stretches. It stretches further than than this particular area. I mean, like you said, the amount of people that had Bayou Dragons hats on. It, it was incredible, man. You guys had so much support. It was crazy to see. Hey, there was one. You guys just missed it, too. Uh, Porter and I were finishing up for the day today, and this kid came up, and he's like, I've, I've never once been acknowledged. And I was just like, they're always like, where's Mitch? I'm like, ah, you know, like he's he just walked off or whatever. But somebody came up, and he said, man, I watch y'all on YouTube, man. I, you're the guy. And he, like, looked at me, and I was like, what? Yeah, it was fucking awesome. <laughs> I didn't know what to say, man. That was like the first time someone came straight to me, and they were like, I'm like, you sure? Like, you, you sure you're not talking about my brother? They're like, no, man, that's you. I was like, it was funny. Like, it was you. It was, I, was, I, was, I was just, I didn't know what to say, man. I mean, it was, it was incredible. Hey, I do want to say, too, uh, by the way, there's one, there's another member of the Bayou Dragons that's not here tonight, Tanner. Uh, heck of a dude. He, I know he's heavily involved with the uh, – Bayou Dragons as well. Heavily. Yeah. Heck of a guy, man. Very heavily. Seriously. Very involved. Well, great. Uh, you know, he contributes a whole lot. But heck of a guy. Don't get carried away now. Tanner's he's okay. <laughs> yeah, don't, yeah, Tanner's okay. Don't, don't, start, don't start sucking him off, okay? Don't hide but, him up too. No, man, he, he was cool, man. It was cool to see that, or I, can, I know he mentioned, you know, he had to go out of town. To um, Disney. Oh, to Disney World. That, to Disney so, World. so everybody that's been, so we've got many. trying to hype him up, man. Oh, bro. So we've been getting comments for weeks oh, now man. since that one podcast with John, and everybody's been like, is this the Disney trip? Is, is it Maybe close? We had, we had one good night, and he said, I'm going to Disney World. <laughs> he just left. Yes. <laughs> he literally. Oh, man, that dude's cool, though. He left from. He is a cool dude. Left from the Gator Fest, literally went home, and then drove to Disney World. Yeah, this reporter. I'm a Disney World. This reporter bitches. came up to us at the end of the night, like, You guys had a very successful afternoon at Gator Country. What will you do next? Tanner looked at her and took it to heart. I'm going to Disneyland. <laughs> Shagged straight left, to Orlando. Straight to Florida. Yep. He, uh, Let's, hey, I, I want to ask you guys a question. I want I want to be informed, though, because you guys have told me, you know, we might possibly get to go hunt a little bit tomorrow or well, something tomorrow, like that. Tomorrow, Tuesday, well, I, well, I plan on us hunting both days. What What's the conditions like when, when, we, when you go hunt down here in the marshes? I mean, what can, you, what can a guy expect? Okay, you know? so I'll go first on this. So you're from southern Missouri. Mm-hmm. We're going to go out there. We're going to sweat a lot. Right, we're gonna sweat a lot, and then for about two hours, like right before the sun really gets up, mosquitoes are gonna try to steal you. Like they'll fly you away, they'll get in your ears, they're gonna bite the fuck out of you. Mosquitoes, terrible. And then you're gonna have the raging shits out of nowhere because you've been drinking nothing but Red Bull and dipping Copenhagen or, in your case, Grizzly, all morning. And but you're like, oh well, I'm in the middle of nowhere. 
So you're going to have the shits, mosquito bites, and it'll be hot. I'm going to tell you this, too. You said you guys deal with some mosquitoes up in Missouri. Yeah, but not quite like down here. I'm going to say right now, um, even if you've dealt with mosquitoes like just around here, I mean, we're not far from the coast, but and we've, we've got quite a bit of mosquitoes around the house, right? Them motherfuckers are different down there. We're going Bro. to their breeding ground. You get down in the marsh, dude, like you can swat one like on your skin and he he's going to flop in your face and he's going to fucking punch you. Yeah. So these mosquitoes have this shafts on them i'm talking (laughs) i'm talking they're like horse mosquitoes bro oh my gosh i'm telling you straight up they're mule different i I was saying mule mosquitoes man i it was the biggest mosquito i've ever seen in my life and i got them and i'm telling no i was literally like almost the size sprawled out as my it was right when i got there you went you he was so impressed he goes look how big this mosquito is i said it's like You'll see. You're fucked. Just wait. <laughs> like those are like babies, and it was of good size, you know, good old. But them, them saltwater brackish mosquitoes, they're built different. They, it's like it's you got to coat yourself in DEET, and sometimes like you can just cover yourself over and over and over again. And it's almost like they're just thriving on it. Like it's, it's you and have to literally just stay coated in DEET. You, you have, have to, to fog. You have to rub that shea butter on you, like Porter likes to do. <laughs> and what I don't, I don't, <laughs> I'm not shea butter, baby. Yeah. I'm not educated on the mosquito, but I mean, I am a little bit. But what the fuck do they feed on? I, I would when, love to have. Out, uh, I mean, there ain't shit out no, there but pigs. No, but that's what we're talking. Like, so they're built different because there ain't there ain't humans who have we're we're bitches with the soft ass skin. They're eating raccoons. They're eating like birds or I would be even pigs, more interested to bird. have somebody just if anybody Red knows fish. somebody who is in extremely well educated on the anatomy of the mosquito, <laughs> I, I'd love to to Seriously. pick their brain for so, a minute. Look, I do know one fact. Do you know that mosquitoes, the only ones that bite you are females? So it's just like actual human women. They're the ones that just and I tell you, in your ass. Blood. <laughs> they're so malnourished when you get out there. They're so they're so eager, famished, and malnourished that when you get out there, they're just looking to feed on anything they can see. And they got you when you get out there. You're done, man. So you are. I I, I do hope like that if you're ready, you know. Yeah, I'll you, tell you. You're ready to thing. get sucked in the morning. You're gonna get sucked on. <laughs> One of the craziest thing I've I've ever seen in Texas in in Missouri. We have acorns and. I mean, I, I don't know how to put a very good description to it, but they're not very big. I lived in Texas for a few months. I went to lineman school in Denton, Texas. I can't. We were in a, a, a Walmart parking lot in Denton, Texas, and there was this little tree, a, a little bush line there that they had. It was some landscaping, and it was some acorns that had fallen off this tree. It was like a set of bull nuts. I have never seen a set of acorns as big as the ones I saw in Denton, Texas. If you go back home in Missouri, they're tiny. I've never seen such big in Texas. Yeah. It is huge, man. Everything in Texas is bigger. Yeah. Like almost everything. Almost. Almost everything. Usually not the men, but everything else is bigger (laughs) in Texas. But yeah. um, So I was glad you got to experience the, because when Mitchell asked me about two months ago, we, we scheduled you to come down here. He just said, man, I would Gator Fest be a good time? And I was like, that would honestly probably be the best time because we're going, 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 
it's not much on like, and don't take this the wrong way, but like, you know, you're our guest, but like having to babysit you. I'm saying like, make sure like we're doing stuff with you're you. Entertained, right? Entertained, you yeah. Don't wanna, you don't want to bring someone down and be like, well, yeah. this is it. Sit on the couch for a week. Well, I mean, you you were at Gator Fest from sun up to sundown, like, and almost sun up, drinking beer, hanging out, meeting people. Uh, and an absolute trooper, might I add. Uh, you did spill some lettuce uh, on the Whataburger floor, if Mitchell. Uh, you can't bring him anywhere without him <laughs> spilling something, especially after a couple cold ones. All I'm, I'm the world's worst. I tell you, though, the hospitality down here in southern Texas has been uh, uh, above the expectations. I've never received uh, such great hospitality in my life. I would recommend anybody to come down I will, here. I will to say, Texas. with you telling me... Um, now, I don't, I don't know if everybody else took it this way or if it's just the way that we naturally are. Um, but with you telling me, some of the guys, man, like you had some negative experiences, meetings, like the way you met us. You know, you'd met some other people through social media. You wanted to, you know, hey, you guys seem really cool. Let's hang out. Or, you know, and you'd been burned by some guys. Like, um, I just, yeah, it made me want to really show you what we're about even even more. Yeah, no, I appreciate that, man. But yeah, no, I'm Snuff Cup, just telling you straight up. Coming down to Southeast Texas, this is some of the most hospitable people that you will find in North America. Absolutely, man. I mean, I've met some nice motherfuckers around here. And, I mean, I'm saying everywhere. Montana has great people. Idaho has great people. Oklahoma has great people. Terrible college football, but (laughs) they have great people. Everybody's got their bad batch, though. Like, you'll find some people down here that they're just – everybody's got their bad batch. Like, there's a few people that you might butt heads with, but for the oh, yeah. general majority of it, like, everybody's really cool down yeah, here. we have man. some real shitheads down here, but we also we have some real diamonds. But they, yeah, they, the, the shitheads, they tend to stay in, like, mid-county. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude, I have been loving. So, there was two people today that walked up. I don't know if y'all even heard it. They're like, they're like yeah, well, we're in Wack, Texas, boy. I'm, you know, talking all good, and they're like, way better than mid-county, huh? And it's like, yeah. They were upset, a uh, few things that were said. But it's it's all in good fun, man. I'm like, not afraid to share my views, uh, as you all know. You lived That's there. I have to say, yeah. You I've lived, lived there. there. I've, I've, I was a, in, you know, I don't know the um, the proper terminology I'm trying to find. Uh, it would be a McCounty night. I, I was a part of the community, and I can I feel that I can, you know, talk the way I, um, how I want to about them. So that's that. Yeah. No. Nah, there's some great people out in McCounty. We're just messing around with y'all. Even though you are trash, we love you. But um, I can yeah. tell you that I can share with the viewers the southern hospitality I've received. Yeah, go ahead. So I showed up. Hand jobs. Freaking. Yeah, yeah. Something All like that. No. I walk in and uh, beautiful, beautiful home, of course. Uh, walk into the bedroom of the Bayou Dragons. The Dragon's Den is Was what immediately call this place. greeted by love and tender care and i get to see all these awesome t-shirts and hats laying on the bed uh a game plan of what we're going to do a bathroom with wait wait please just in case i lost pause pause (laughs) before you go on did you say a game plan i tell you we talked uh, uh, hold on (laughs) hold on you're interrupting a game plan he wrote it on paper? Because the way you just said it, he had a no, notepad no, 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 for no. you. No, man. Me and Mitch have been me and Mitch have been talking, dude. We talked 
We talked game plan. We okay. talked ideas. Okay. I show up. I see all this stuff laying on the bed. I've never seen anything like this in my life. Immaculate home, walk in, immaculate merch. Well, yeah, he lives in a mansion, but that's what we're sitting in right now, mansion. But um, so I, I, the way you came about it, I'm sorry for yelling, snapping at you, Mitchell, but you snapped pretty hard. I did, snap. but you were about to interrupt me. Matthew over here, Baker, Mr. Snuff, he uh, made it sound like you had a fucking offensive playbook on what we were about to do. <laughs> no, it's like we're running the scat sweep right. Yeah. I did not have an itinerary. Like you said, we talked about it. Got a good game plan, and, man, it's, it's been going I don't smooth. Know, the game good. plan's been smooth. I don't know how that's what smooth. you got. I, it was a, I think there was a poor choice of words on your part, Mr. Baker. You said you arrived to tender loving. And that's what that's what got me. Yeah, tender loving, and it was like, loving, huh? and I was like, wait, Did was, you leave your wife back home? Man? Well, no, he he left his wife home. Like I, I don't know if Mitchell is even here. Mitchell's pregnant wife greeted I t- Matthew. I, think. I, I arrived to tender love and care tender by the whole care, family, man. TLC. With welcome arms, I want no scrubs. Big greetings. It was wonderful, man. <laughs> it was wonderful. Oh, and man. then I met you guys. And, and, we're, you, man. and then it went to shit. It went that's, to shit. That's where it all went wrong. So I just want y'all to know that. Excuse me. Uh, so Mr. Snuff, Mitchell has this whole itinerary for like the next like four days for like Mr. Snuff. And then he goes, hey, Tuesday, like for the beginning of the day, like he's just going to go with you. I was like, oh, we might be in jail. Man. Like we might just be calling, we might be calling Mitchell just saying, "Hey, Miss, me and Mister Snuff are in jail." If uh, Mitchell really was an itinerary kind of guy, he would have probably mapped out Southeast Texas and gave it to Matt and said, "Here are a list of places that you can't go with Porter because you will get screwed. You guys will end up in jail after these." Well, but, but one of them top top on the list would probably be the crawfish place because Porter gets a little bit rowdy in there. Oh, dude, we might actually. You know what? That's a great idea. Tuesday, I think that's where we're gonna have lunch. It's a crawfish place, Matt. Okay, if it's lunch, it's good. Anything after dark, don't take Porter there. Yeah, I think me and Matt. As soon as the sun goes down, Mitchell, I just call Tuesday, Mitch. Just call, and I'll let you know where me and Matt are because we could be in fucking who who knows Egypt. I know because we uh, there's a good chance we might be at the crawfish place for lunch because I. That's the best burger around, and I don't know if you've had a good burger since you've been down here yet. Shout and out Crawfish Place. Yeah, we're talking about them. Yeah, Phenomenal what's up? Food. I had what's one up, John of the best Liz? breakfasts, man. Uh, I don't know what all we had for breakfast, dude. It was a wonderful breakfast. It truly was. My wife prepared a, a the one that nobody showed up for that you guys breakfast. said you're going to be here for. Excuse yeah. me, I woke, I woke y'all up that morning. <laughs> Not yeah, me. Y'all were late, so I didn't get to eat. Dude, okay. Literally, like a spread of food. Like, well, Mitch, we ate it twice. We ate it again this morning because we had. So Mitch much did say there. we were eating breakfast at eight. He did. I, I walked into his bedroom at nine thirty, and I was like, "What are y'all doing, man? Did y'all already eat breakfast and go back to sleep, or what?" I didn't get invited to the breakfast. We're not going to talk about that. But um, do you have feelings hurt for? Yeah, a little bit. I didn't know y'all had a spread. He wasn't here. I was. I wasn't here, man. So they didn't have can, a spread. They were. They were running the read option. Yeah. Um, that was part of Mitchell's playbook. <laughs> yeah. So Mitchell now does playbooks for guests, and uh, so tomorrow on the itinerary, we plan on going and shooting a bunch of uh the avian um community ducks teal. Uh, blue wing, hopefully. Hey, I got a question for you guys. Yeah. Since you said the word avian, there isn't that there. People were talking about the avian flu. <clears throat> I was cooking some birds the other day, and I was talking to a friend, and he said, "Man, I 
I want to get that avian flu. I've been cooking my birds well, well done just to cook it. You know, I was eating birds. And I was like, man, I'm never going to cook my birds well done. I'm going to leave them a little bit medium rare. You know, it's a lot of good flavor in that. And he said, nah, man, I've been going well done. I'm, a, I'm worried about that avian flu. I bet it's a cousin of the H1N1, that swine. Yeah. That swine so, flu. <laughs> yeah, pigs and birds are in the same. I, they're First cousins, I believe. I'm not a scientist. I don't know. I'm genuinely genuinely curious about that. I'm going to need to look that up. Jamie, could you look that up? Yeah. uh, No, I'm really – I didn't know if you guys knew anything about that. Pull it up on the big screen. Yeah. That was uh, was interesting. It kind of worried me for a second, and then then it didn't, and I said, fuck it. I probably had it. The thing is, like, I don't know who you were talking to about this bird flu. swamp. Oh, Fuck. Hey, Swamp, the bird flu's been around forever. It really has been. Now, has there been a sudden outbreak? I don't know, because that's not something I've been looking at. And uh, And Porter's not worried about it, because he's fully vaccinated. Yeah, I'm fully vaccinated. I got got my... all three rounds, huh? I got all three rounds. With the extra booster. I got the extra booster. uh, Rocket boosters. Whenever they asked to turn in weapons and guns, I did that. And... uh, I did answer the Beto O'Rourke uh, text message I got today, I actually too. got one of those today, too. Me, yeah. too. So, I answered that, you know, and I did very well. Um, they called me Cindy, though. They said, hello, Cindy. Can we count on your support? <laughs> Dude, mine was, <laughs> mine was uh, it was a female, too. Susan, maybe? It was, right. like, the most generic white woman name ever. It was just like, hello, Susan. How do you feel about, um, I'm like, I'm not from El Paso, so I don't give a shit. I don't care about politics. Please stop texting me. Yeah, I don't give a damn about any of that. Give me hunting season or give me death. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't really keep up with it. Honestly, I don't watch the news. I just live in my own little space over here and do my own thing. All right, so speaking of nothing that we just talked about, hey, Mitch, let's just put it on camera so people will stop asking. So we're all wearing glasses here because we're jackasses, and uh, you're wearing a special pair of glasses that – Thousands upon thousands of people have been requesting for asking if we sell. And I want you to tell them what kind it is so they'll stop. We do not um, <laughs> offer these glasses on our website, but I got them from work. They're just Z- <laughs> Z87 safety glasses. <laughs> dude, dude, there's been so many comments. They're, they don't have a brand it on them. It is insane <laughs> how many people DM us. I've gotten emails. What kind of you look at TikTok. Days? Stop asking. They People all, that they watch look this, good. stop asking. You <laughs> can't get them. Whoever makes those, whoever makes those glasses is like, no, they're not. They're non-branded. <laughs> yeah, they're they're like, so mad know. that they didn't put their brand name dude, on it. They literally, we, like, man, look at all this missed opportunity. Tons dude, of it. it's just C87. <laughs> I'm telling you right now. I wish we knew how to get more of those because he could have sold a million dollars worth. Because people are like, dude, those glasses look so good, and I'm like. No, they're, they're safety they're glasses. They're good for work, man. They're, they're great. Dude, I, I great will say, I will say, I, I used great. to, uh, I used to wear nothing but crossfires, like outside of work as well, because I could just get a ton of them, and I love them. I mean, I wear crossfires all the time. Well, no, I just look at this lettering on just like, dude, they were the most generic safety glasses. It literally, look, ever. it says Z eighty seven plus. There is no brand. Like it just has little letters on the lenses. Like, a, a aren't those the twenty two resistant 
Like they could stop a twenty-two. They're just. Z- you want to test it? Z- no, I, no, I would, I would not want <laughs> no. to. But these no, would, these wouldn't Z- stop a Red Ryder BB gun, my friend. <laughs> no, Z eighty-seven, my friend. Is Z ANSI, no. the ANSI no. Z eighty-seven no. point ones. Are they not? No, I, is, there, there might be false. I, I wanted to say like the Nemesis Z eighty-seven or ANSI Z eighty-seven point one safety glasses. They did claim. I, I'm not sure. Feel free to fact check me. But I believe Jamie. at one point in time, <laughs> Jamie, fact check it, that Snopes. they could block a twenty-two bullet. Okay, so I'm going to call bullshit because, <laughs> one, I got to sure, wear... I'm sure, I'm sure it would not work. Dude, I have to wear, like, safety glasses at work, Z87s. Like, that's the protocol. And those things are garbage. Like, they scratch easy. They break easy. But Mitchell's has, like, a very nice pair of them. I just wear them just to. Um, I like them, and uh, I don't want to mess up my nice sunglasses. A lot of no, I wear these. No, and it's know. great, and I, I think they do look fine, but it's stop asking. You can't get the glasses. You're not gonna get them unless you get to hook up with Miguel from work. So <laughs> at work, contractor Miguel, hook me up, man. So find a guy in Southeast Texas named Miguel. There's only one of them. And then um, ask them, say, hey, can you give me some random glasses that aren't labeled Z87s? And he will hook you up. So that has been I, a... I th- these are Z87s too, aren't they? I think they are. They probably are. Any So the thing is also with Z87s is if it's a plastic lens, it's a Z87. that They, they take the classification away when it's not like it's glass and then you have plastic. And it's like, oh, it's Z87. Because I can get away with wearing Costa and... Or hook and bullets, you know. I've been wearing hook and bullets at work. And it's like, oh, those aren't ANSI Z87s. Like, what's the difference? Yeah. There's none. Z87 Pit Vipers, Twisted yeah. T edition. That's yeah. incredible. I'd the, get, I I couldn't wear those. I mean, they wouldn't let me wear them. They'd, they'd make me take those off at work. Really? Just, yeah. They're, they're kind oh. of obnoxious, you know. So they'd be like, oh, those aren't. Bro, you know? I wear those in the field all the time. I've, I've seen a lot of, like, pipe fitters wearing them. Like, boilermakers and no pipe shit. fitters. Pit Vipers? Yeah. I wear I wear those Twisted T ones all the time, so thank you, Twisted T. Um, Twisted T was hanging, handing out a bunch of shit at the Gator Fest this I weekend. Saw a bunch they of were? Twisted T shit. They yeah, were. They were, I saw somebody walk by with those little cowboy hats. I think we need to do the next episode in only Twisted T cowboy hats. Yeah. I think it'd be We got plenty of them. I think it'd be hilarious. Shirtless. They're actually in that uh, cabinet, right? In that dresser. Right Are you there. shitting me? No. no, there's a copy of Venom on Blu ray in there. I looked. <laughs> That's there. all. That's it. It's just the disc. That's all I, you have. I, I, I do not have anything in there right now. And Dude, do you have a DVD out. player? Yeah, you could. Yes, I have a DVD player. We have a shitload of DVDs from over the years. When's the last time you watched a DVD, Mitch? We actually got uh, Venom for Mitch, Christmas last year. Yeah, on Blu-ray. Blu-ray. And we watched the motherfucker not even on the DVD. At Christmas, you watched it. <laughs> well, we didn't watch it on Christmas. December. You watched it in December. Uh, probably shortly okay. after Christmas, we received it. We we hooked up the DVD player, and watched Venom Blu-ray. So have you have you watched a DVD in 2022? No. Okay. I still watch. Um, <laughs> I haven't. I'm not gonna let it. I mean, we get a DVD, we have the player. No, that you know, is if someone no. gifts me a DVD. A, no, I, I have the DVD player no, to play it. It's funny that no, I, I dude, I got a DVD player too somewhere. I'm just saying it's hilarious that in a whole. Y'all can't see it. There's a fucking giant thing of chest of drawers, and the only thing in there is the Venom Blu-ray. Yeah, that's it. That was all that was in there. There's some <laughs> twisted tea hats in there. Do you I guys still? Do you guys still watch VCRs ever? Yeah, I have a. Uh, a it's really not. It's not. V, it's not actually VCRs. VCR. It's 
VHS. VHS tapes, yeah. And it goes into a VCR. I recently watched a... And you uh, actually have one of those, and you still physically watch it every Yeah, I got a while. DVD player VHS. Uh, so what, what, what do you actually watch? So uh, I really like Babe. Pornography. Uh, Fox and the Hound was old, a good one, old too. Yeller, but I did, old uh, Yeller. I had a... Uh, the reason uh, I say that is Little I had Mermaid. A, an instructional dog training video that I had on VHS, and I had to go dig out the, the VCR player. I guess that's what it's called, right? The VCR. VCR and yeah. I watched it the other day. Oh, good. So, you know what that did? Built character. It just brought me back to my roots, man. We used dude. to have this this pile of uh, you know VCRs lined up, and I saw the other day somebody was like selling a copy of Lady and the Tramp on VCR for like a... Like a thousand dollars on eBay, dude. The original '94 Lion King went for like fifteen thousand dollars the other day, and I was like, my mom, like after Harvey, like had all these VHSs, and she oh, was just dude. like, she she donated them to Goodwill, yep. and I was like, dude, Goodwill is one of those places that I guarantee, like you know, they're all about like giving back to like. Whatever their slogan is, whatever the well, hell. Nowadays, you know what? I Goodwill? guarantee they're making fucking bank. Nowadays, off of it's, junk. it's more so like there's a lot of like people that go in there to just thrift. There's people that don't even need places like that. They're just going in there to buy stuff and resell it to uh-huh. make money. Dude, you always have that one. Okay. That that Lion Tape copy was probably yours that someone bought from Goodwill. Sold yeah, it for 15 and grand. 15 grand. And every 90s kid in this, this United States just cried that night. Yeah. Anybody that was born between 90 and 99 that had... And coming to you soon on VHS. And coming then like, soon to own. Yeah, and that little purple screen is... That's incorrect. Coming soon to theater. <laughs> like, that was a good one. And yeah. it's just like the loudest like background. Just <laughs> and then it would be like, the fox and the hound. Do you remember the... Um, do you the remember sp- the... What what the THX and it just deafened everybody in the room? Yeah, I don't don't think they do any of that shit no more because people are a bunch of bitches and they're like, oh that that hurts people. I'm triggered. (laughs) I'm triggered from the THX. I'm triggered. Speaking of Traeger, you uh, been using your pit boss lately? I have. I used it recently. Um, A couple weeks back, I tried to cook on it and I hadn't cleaned it in a couple times. Man, I fired that thing up. Everything was going good. I went inside to season my shit, and I went back outside, and it wasn't here. It was at my last house. My whole garage was full of smoke, and it was on the back porch. I was like, oh, shit, man. Went out there. That whole son of a bitch was on fire, man. It was full of grease and shit. I guess it needs to be cleaned. You pressure washed it, huh? Not not yet. It probably put that like in the fine print right at the bottom, like clean. Clean. Clean it often. That sucker was dirty with grease and all kinds of shit, but I got to get it clean. But other than that, I love it. I had some incredible, uh, I went down to Big Doobies at the show today and I had some really incredible cracklings and I also got some of that bungai. <laughs> yeah. You guys ever had that? That yeah. bunghole or bungai? Bungai. Yeah. I don't think Porter knows. <laughs> Porter doesn't know what that was. So yesterday, Tanner comes back with some, some booty. Of course, dude. Okay, sorry. Anyway, Tanner Tanner comes back with these boudin balls, and Snuff uh, grabs a bite, and he's like, "Ah, shit's good, you know? And then, you know, an hour or two goes by, and he's like, man, where can I get some of that bung guy? He had boudin before (laughs) he forgot the the name of it. Southern Texas, uh, tastiest morsel I've ever tasted. I'm I'm going to tell you, there's so many people that like to say, like, with what we do, you know, with alligators and, and, you know, southern 
cooking and all that stuff. Like, we got some coonasses down here, but I will give this to Louisiana because they love to say, like, oh, you know, Louisiana's got more gator and all this shit, whatever. I'll give this to Louisiana. Their boudin is freaking incredible. Absolutely. There's a place in Scott, Louisiana. It's called Best Stop. I stopped and got some boudin there oh, one time. Oh, it's fantastic. Best Stop oh is great. Oh, my gosh. It Some, was absolutely life-changing. Best Stop is good. Best Stop right there, the little gas station. There's there's like three places in Louisiana. And it's right on, uncannily, it's like all within an hour of Texas. Yeah. You go deep into Louisiana, you start getting into some like mosquito patties and shit like that. They're doing some weird <laughs> voodoo a, shit. Oh, bro, you can find a Billy's on a corner down there. Dude, it might be might be a lady smoking palm oils at the door, you know, gatekeeping you, but you can find them, man. Yeah, it just it's just like most of their best food, no shit, is right there on the dude, like in Lake Charles, that uh I cannot think of it right now. Cole Johnson's gonna kill me. Daryl's Daryl's the sandwich I place. Knew. That place. You know, dude, best sandwiches. Like they're po boys, man. Dude, their po boys are the best. They are the best. in America. They're so good, man. I've had a po boy in like seventeen different states: Louisiana, Daryl's, right there, and it's in Lake Charles, which is on the Texas line, right there. Fantastic. Yeah, Not a big po boy guy, man. Oh, bro, you ain't had Daryl's. Yeah, I might have to be swayed. On I don't that. remember the name of their premier po boy. I think it might be called like the Daryl or just the. It's Darryl just called original. the Daryl. It's Darryl's. called the Daryl, and I think Daryl is in capital. And it's like a 12-inch. It's an actual, because, so, Subway, you know, pretty good. But fuck your foot long, $19 and shit. The the Daryl, like, you get $10, and you get 12 inches of just gumbo on a bread. Like They have all different kinds. And bringing back the Subway thing, that $5 foot long shit is bullshit. I don't know if they still advertise <laughs> yeah. that. But every time I go into that son of a bitch... Uh, Leave it's, it's 13 over bucks. $5. 15 bucks for it's one fucking foot long. foot long. It's 15 Dude. bucks before you add anything else. Yeah, even before the drink and the, and Dude, the yep. chips. Bullshit. The, so the, so Jared, the other, Jared lied to us yeah, all. Yeah, he also yeah. touched yeah. little kids. That's, so yeah. fuck Jared's Jared. a liar, dude. Yeah, Jared, you're you in jail down, now. I think. You go down to Daryl's, you get a $1 five foot long, baby. Yeah, that big meat. Uh, No, the, the other day when you gave me that Subway coupon, you know, like it was like Mitch gave me a coupon for a foot long that was le- a legit it said five dollar coupon i gave them the coupon and still paid thirteen dollars you like, didn't get did you went to the one of finette you got to look at the the they dude, have a list no, of the ones the coupon works dude for. i walked in you got one that she might have been didn't even shit. use it and just get the coupon she might have for her own lunch i said i said y'all take this coupon she picked it up and did one of those like looked at it said the date looks good i was like hell yeah and then she goes, that'd be 13. I was like, fuck. Hell yeah. Cool. I didn't even get chips. Oh, God. I got a small drink and a foot long. You got any, uh, You got a pinch on you? Snuff cup on this? I, well, I, yeah, I do. I just need to walk to the next room to get it's one. All right. no, no, don't, worry, don't about worry about it. Don't worry about it, man. No, we're, we're almost to the next. We'll get on the next Oh, room. man. Hey, you, that's bad business for you, man. Snuff yeah. cup. Oh, Doesn't hey, even have a pinch me. on it? God damn, we have trust three me. snuff cups here, and we don't have a fucking <laughs> can of snuff. I'm out. telling you, the can of snuff is in the next room over, and the gas station's right you up should. the road if I run out. Yeah, we yeah, don't buddy. run out. If, you, yeah, if you're if you involved buddy. with snuff cup, we do not run out. Yeah, so here's a question, snuff. Um, Mr. Snuff, when did you start dipping? I started dipping at a very, very young age. Five? Uh, four? Uh, no. Two. Even though it may seem like it now. We weren't quite that young, but uh, we were not of age when we started dipping. And uh, it was 
It was an event that I do not want to uh, talk about very much, but it happened on the farm. We started on the farm, and uh, that's that's where it all started. And Dude, ever since then, man, we took off, and we've just been rolling forward. Dude, whenever you – so I, I hope all your endeavors that you're doing right now do come to fruition, but I want you to make a shirt whenever you do have the farm, and then you just put started on the farm, died on the farm. That's like, what I'm talking you know, about, baby. Just something gangster as shit. And then, like, then have a photo of you with, like, a blue bandana to the side, like, back when Tupac used, you know, something gangster as shit on the front, just your face, wearing some hook and bullet sunglasses. Absolutely, man. That's the game plan right there. (laughs) But, um, just like my idea I presented to you guys about Swamp Ass. Oh, my gosh. That was good. That was a good one. I I don't know if, uh, if it would translate very well with the, the toilet paper and all that but maybe like the swamp pass was a great idea dude hear you me out gator man. Wiping hear me out we got a bayou's dragon gator just ripping the cord on the back of the uh what do you call it? the go devil the tech is it the texas 401 oh the 409 the, the 409 yeah the texas drive. 409 swamp gator pulling a cord firing it up smoke rolling out of the back toilet paper with a Gator wiping his ass, <laughs> streaks going down the paper, man. I'm telling you, that is streaks. that's you dragons, ass. baby, man. I don't swamp think, ass. On I don't the top. think nothing sells with the word streaks in it, but uh, <laughs> nothing dude, does sell. But I'm we're trying it's, to sell a doo-doo stain, detail, bro. Do you want to hear a funny story? So, me, Mitch, and Mikey Moorhead <laughs> are leaving out of the Highland boat ramp. And we were going to go to Pace Track. Remember? Cardiac Pond. I'm waiting till this story I, it hits me. It hasn't hit me yet. Yo, you will remember. So me, Mikey, and Mitch are launching. It's like 1 in the morning. And at the Highland Boat Ramp, for people that don't know, it's on the Intercoastal Canal. You know, it's like 44, 45 foot deep. Barges go by through there, you know, and they throw wakes. It's late as shit. Where my old, uh, my old Mariner had a 20-horse Mariner on a uh, – 14-foot Alumacraft, and uh, we're sitting there, and it's dark. Like, we have no <laughs> we have no running lights on this boat, and uh, we're just, we just just know where to go. And this before, like, really Google Maps was even as good as it is now. We just knew where to go, where to turn. We can get there, walk the rest of the way. Well, we're, <laughs> we're going, and unst to behold, before we knew – Unst to behold before I, we I, knew. What? I, I don't know. I don't. I was trying to sound smart. Before we knew what the hell was wrong with my motor, let's just go like that, Mitchell accidentally hit the hose off my gas tank. Well, I'm sitting there running. Like, I was already running the boat, and then my boat goes, Blair. I was like, sitting there, I start cranking, cranking. I'm like, damn, it won't work. <laughs> Mitch's like, man, let me see. He goes, what? Oh, oh, through like it, the the rope broke in the motor and he threw it like 50 oh. yards into the intercoastal i chose that outboard yes oh god yeah through it like he hit it and just looks back at me and goes Fucked. my bad he just my bad i'm like ah oh, shit we're like 170 yards away from the boat ramp which ain't that far but it was like we have no like no way of get like we had to like paddle all the way back and we get back and start looking it was like oh we just kicked the hose off the the deal 
I would have made it all the way there. But We're screwed now. Nick got no pool rope. We didn't. So then we walked into Middleton, if you don't remember. We walked into Middleton, and I don't think we shot a single bird. Maybe one. The first thing that yeah. you said surprised me that you and that you got Mikey out in the marshes. Has he has he hunted like that, dude, bro? He's not back in the day. Uh, he started with the like he started hunting back when in high school, and then like now, the, I guarantee Mikey's killed way more birds than we have this till season. Oh, you straight think so? up, oh. I, I don't keep up with Mikey. I just it, Mikey told me the other day, man, you're big on missing birds. Yeah, so I suck. Well, I mean, I'm not trying to just speak for Mikey. I just wanted to, you know, yeah, I mean, I, no. I didn't want to get rude or disrespectful he's only been or here anything. two days, just, and he's already talking <laughs> shit. Yeah. <laughs> he's picking up quick. Yeah, yeah buddy. He's, he's Don't drop the soap. <laughs> okay, well. Speak for yourself, Butterfingers. Yeah. Drop it. Drop it. Right? Yeah, Mitchell, why don't you everything? tell us how many, how many meals has Snuff Cup dropped since he's been in Texas? Every one of them. Yeah, every meal he's eaten. I'm surprised he didn't spill that whole pot of gumbo I made earlier. <laughs> that was delicious. But, uh, the, yeah, he's, he's a clumsy individual. That was a wonderful pot of gumbo. Well, you can't expect much when you walk in at 2.30 in the morning sloshed into a Whataburger. Was well, you that know? your first time to eat Whataburger? No, it wasn't my first time. It's been a long time, though, but, man, it was it was a good set of Whataburger. And uh, I don't remember last time I was in Missouri. I was, like, 14, but the y'all have – yeah, wa- I know y'all have Waffle House up there, but like, is it a prominent like? Y'all have a lot of them. It, we do. It's it's more of a in like the urban areas though. Up in, I guess up in the more urban parts of Missouri, where where I live, you know, you're an hour away from Walmart. We don't have a Waffle House anywhere that I know of. I'm not sure of where like the closest one would be. We have a couple restaurants. You know, if if you're out at three o'clock in the morning, completely hammered, you know, you may have like one place to go, but you have an hour drive to get there. You know, then what would that place be called? Uh, the place that would be called would be Stateline Restaurant, which they just recently opened back up. So shout out to Stateline Restaurant in Southern shout Missouri. Out, shout out to Stateline Restaurant. Well, hey, when we walked into Whataburger the other night, dude, he went straight for the fucking triple meat. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> fucker went for the triple meat, and that's a lot of food, man. I go the double meat, and that's that fills me up, dude. Did, well, man. you you were talking. We, we've been preparing for this trip. <laughs> yeah. Well, you've been saying you've been putting on the pounds, getting ready for this thing. <laughs> yes, I have, man. Bill's you should have starved yourself getting ready for this day. You worked backwards, man. <laughs> yeah. Let me go ahead and prep my belly. Yeah, you're gonna be fed down here. Do you think people up there? Um, I, I know around here, like Waffle House is like a treasure to us, dude. Waffle House is is perfect man it's wonderful man i'm telling you waffle house is like one of those restaurants it exists for people like us yeah know? jesus actually that's where they had their last dinner i believe <laughs> i stupid. i haven't read in a while but i believe that's you can't read stuff. i can't read anyway man so question snuff cup um you've never uh you've never waterfowl hunted huh no, I've never waterfowl hunted. I live on the Missouri-Arkansas state line. I'm within, I would like to say, an hour's drive of probably some good wa- waterfowl hunting. I'm not sure, but I live right there on the North Arkansas line. I have no buddies that waterfowl hunt. You guys are my first opportunity at that. I cannot wait to uh, give that a go, man. I hope y'all don't skunk in the morning. Good trend. The marsh has been tough. The marsh has been trash. Yep. I've had multiple people message me and say, "Hey, are y'all having as hard of a time as we are?" I'm like, "Yeah." Like, there, it's there's good and bad days, and that's like anywhere. But the bad days have been bad. 
support everybody around here. It hasn't been like, oh, yeah, these people shot them here on some private land. It's like, no. The birds are here or there. They got here early. They kind of rolled through with some weather and then rolled right out. Like, like Tuesday, yeah. Wednesday earlier this week, it was like, got down like here thick, and then they were just gone. It was weird. I, I really, this is how I think they did. That one night, it got to like 64 degrees. It was like it just scared them to like, yep, I got to keep going. And like, woo. They, yeah, they, they were here like thick three, stop. four days in a row. Going south. Bam. Bam. Yeah. Have you guys dove hunted much? Is, is dove hunting a thing down here? Yeah. No, it's a huge thing. We just don't. I um, I'll, It's not something that we do a lot. Not that we don't like doing it, but it's just we don't have I love, access. I to love dove it. hunting, but it doesn't get me as jacked as I do for like duck yeah. hunting. Like jacked. for whatever reason, but like um, we had a um, special white wing. Like so right here at the house, we're in the south zone. So which is it's south of Interstate 10. And we had special white wing the same weekend the north zone opened up. So we could shoot white wings only south of I-10. And then I think it was either this past weekend or uh, I'm not 100% sure, but now the south zone's open up for dove hunting. So now you can now you can shoot doves around here. I will share my first dove hunting experience I've ever encountered. Uh, it was back September, I believe. The first or second week of September in Missouri is dove opening season. Um, don't fact don't fact check me on that. But my first experience ever a few years ago, dove season, um, show up. I'm not going to go into too much detail, but we had there was so many doves down there uh, on the farm at that time. It was absolutely insane. We shot the living fire out of them. It was it was such a blast. I've never I've never experienced too much on on the on the bird hunting encounter. But doves, hunting doves was probably one of the most fun experiences when it comes to bird hunting pretty laid I've back. ever had in my life. It was an absolute blast. Yeah, pretty laid back. It's easy to, to be able to just kick back and relax and have fun doing that. Yeah. Um, we used to go out and just mash them in the sunflower fields, and we had this old man that would ride around on his four-wheeler and kind of flush them out of the, out of the sunflowers, and he'd jump a big group of pigeons, and he'd drive by and go, Pigeon! <laughs> and he'd shoot the motherfuckers, too. <laughs> Now it was a good time, man, and um, you know, like very, very few times I've gotten into just an absolute mess of them like that. Like doves are, you know, you can go shoot a lot of doves. Um, have you ever have you ever walked up on a cubby of quail? Yeah. I don't know if quail yeah. exist around here. Hey, not, speaking not really. of, we talked about this on the last episode. Um, my papa shot an elk in his backyard right here. Yeah. And it, it got off a high fence ranch, so it wasn't like an actual wild elk. But I was about to call yeah, you out on that, it. but I was but being he, respectful. But he did have, there was some bobwhite quail out, out behind his place, and uh, we'd see cubbies of quail out over there all the time. It's uh, a little it's a little wet here for them, like this part of the world. You do have some cubbies. They used to be, you know, around, but there's a lot of predators around here that would that eat quail and eat quail eggs, like up in the drier parts of Texas, like, some of your biggest are like road runners that like destroy quail population. But see, see some quail down in South Texas when we were in Catula, I saw a couple of them. Yeah, there, there quail, is. I've, I've hunted them on the King Ranch. Um, and they're, they're up in like the Northwestern part of Texas. And we saw a bunch of Montana this past year. That's what I might so end up. Excited, the first time I ever walked up on a cubby of quail and I spooked them when they took off, I almost had a heart attack. I mean, it was, it is literally, is literally such a, 
right at the moment experience, you know, the yeah. when they take off like that. I mean, sure it literally makes pants. your just heart skip a beat. Yeah, it makes your weenie hard. Yes, but, it uh, does. So you, uh, you hunt a lot of thunder chickens, huh? Yes. We are big into the southern Missouri thunder chicken, man. There's nothing mm. quite like them, dude. That is the most entertaining hunting. I don't care who you are, man. There is nothing like getting on a big southern Missouri turkey. Um, unfortunately, we don't have many of them around in our part anymore. Uh, one of the funny things I think is a guy in our town had reached out a while back about saying, Hey man, our Turkey populations decreased. You know, what do you guys recommend? How do we bring more turkeys back? Well, 90% of our, of our County is, um, government owned. So it's, it's, uh, you know, a small portion is actually privately owned. 90% of the County is already like, organic growth you know promoting the wildlife conservation you know natural stuff well it's very difficult for farmers that don't have much money to begin with or you know money to invest into natural plants and stuff like that to bring you know turkeys back and and our conservation's response was you know plant some natural you know native plants back in to bring a turkey population back when uh we have a decreasing turkey population. Clearly, our issue in our state, especially our county, is we have an overabundance of predators. We have a ton of coyotes in our area. That's that's our clear problem there. And, and you know, like our conservation's response is more or less, you know, plant some wild flowers in your farming fields that you've worked so hard to bring back. But it's it's one of those things, man. We we love to turkey hunt in our part of the world. Um, we have a ton of predators, though. Our turkey population has decreased, man. I remember when I was little, um, one of the stories that sticks out to me with me and my dad, one of the worst ass chewings I ever got in my life. Um, we had a bunch of woven wire, or there was a woven wire fence um, right there, and me and my dad, um, they, they call it roosting turkeys. So you roost the turkey the night before. You can hear them gobble before they pick a tree and they roost in the tree. Well, me and my dad, we found that tree. And uh, we got there early in the morning. I'm talking, you know, three, four o'clock in the morning. We're already sitting there right under, basically right under the tree, within 30 yards of this turkey. We knew right where it was, you know. And he was trying to get me my first my first bird. We are sitting right under it. And if anybody doesn't know, any of the viewers out there, a woven wire fence, you have about a four-by-four four square of, of, a, of a gap. And uh, we... Like I said, we knew right what this turkey was. As soon as it broke daylight, you know, this thing was like, and it flew down. And I had my, it was a little 410. I don't know if you guys know what a 410 shotgun is, but I had it stuck through the fence. And this rascal flew down to the left a little bit. I pulled, you know, I'm just a little guy. I pulled my gun out, put it over here, and he hopped over here. And my dad was behind me yelling, shoot, shoot. <laughs> and, and and right when I pulled it out and stuck it back through the damn turkey, you know, hopped back over and my dad stood up, and of course the thing took off, and he, you know, he he let it have it, completely missed. We had a long walk back to the house that night. <laughs> back to oh it though, man. God. Southern Missouri turkey hunting is, is is a wonderful time. It's it's a blast. If anybody's out there wanting to uh, get a cool experience, man, we have a lot of government ground. It's a wonderful time out there. Hell yeah, yeah. Most of my turkey hunting has been in passing with just. It's like I'm deer hunting, and it's like, oh, here's a shit ton of turkeys coming out, you know. Go ahead and, you know, get one of them. But uh, 
never done the full-blown turkey hunting, and I heard it's like a different animal. Oh, absolutely, man. Another story that sticks out to me, we were behind a big rock, me and Dad. We walked We walked up, I, I don't know how many miles, and there was a humongous rock right in front of us. And I don't know if, if there's anybody who's never hunted a turkey before. When you have a turkey, a, a big male gobbler, Within thirty to forty yards of you, you can hear them. I mean, I mean, they—they—it's called purring. You can hear them. I mean, or drumming. I'm sorry, it's called drumming. I mean, you can—it's like boom, and you can hear them that close. And I mean, it, it just sticks out in your head. I had one about five feet away from me, behind a rock, a humongous rock. It stuck its head out, and all I remember was blinking and looking at it. Next thing you know, I blinked my eyes again, and you could just hear it. Running away from me and my dad, of course, again, same scenario, you know, standing up, shoot, pissed up, shoot. <laughs> you know, and, and then we had a long walk back home, man. I, I, so, I had a rude awakening when I was learning how to turkey hunt. So how many tongue lashings have you gotten? Oh, my gosh, man, my whole life, dude. And, that, and that's what's made me the man I am. My whole life has been one big tongue lashing. Yeah, yeah. dude, but I wouldn't <laughs> trade it for the world, man. I'm telling yeah. you, learning how to hunt with dad is... is Dude, it's the Southern Missouri way. I want to. I want to say so. If no one follows, so real quick, plug your. Uh, I want to plug your Instagram and TikTok and all that stuff. So, like, what's your username? Uh, snu- I'm Snuff Cup on uh, Instagram. Um, I'm Snuff Cup on all social media platforms. So man. it's just Snuff Cup. Yeah, you okay, just. I didn't know punch it was like Snuff a, Cup. Yeah, yeah, man. I make content. Um, if anybody out there, any of the viewers here. If they want to see some relatable hunting content about or getting some n- butt chewings with that. Not even hunting. Not all hunting because I've seen some. So my wife, uh, a few weeks ago, before she even knew really like that we were even in business together, like talking and stuff, she was like, this guy posted a funny video and it was like Southern dads and playing fetch like baseball, you know, and you do the whole you're the dad with like the big belly and sitting on a bucket and you keep throwing it over his head and all that shit. And you're like, God dang it, son, you son of a bitch. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, man. And you're wearing a Bayou dragon hat. And she was like, this guy's making like, you know, some funny videos had like a hundred thousand views or something like that. And you're like, Oh, that's stuff cup. Yeah. I know him. Yeah. I was just like, yeah, no, his his name's uh, Mr. Snuff. People gig me on that, man, because there's a, there's another guy out there who does it really well. But you know, I, I do have the, and I'm not knocking that man there because he does a fine job. I really do. Oh, have, yeah. I have the I have the true dad, man. I really do, man. And they make for great, you know. What is that dude's name? The one that <laughs> Dane the Great. Dane yeah. the Great. He Dan's good, dude. man. He's really good. He is like, he gets all out on it. Like he puts on the glasses and yeah, that dude's there. Yeah, son. Hey, oh, son. Just found this speeding ticket. Yeah. What like, are you driving so fast for? You think it's absolutely. a race car? Like you have such a hurry for, but son. You, you do a good... Like, everything I pick fun at with my dad, he supports it, and it's all 100% true. Well, it's all <laughs> shit that happened. It's, it's, it's serious stuff that's happened, man. Yeah, that shit's funny, dude. I, I, I eat it up, and that's why I think people would like your social media because it's not just... like dude, What's surprising is most of all your content is not even like snuff cup. It's just you doing videos or just putting out content, and it's all... Like what's so fun to me about real. making content in the past few months, you know, I've just been since the release of my new product, the snuff cut pro, by the way, guys go check that one out. Any business owners out here, feel free. I'm not trying to 
take advantage of the situation. But uh, at the same time, man, uh, I try to make relatable content with people. And uh, I have all sorts of stuff, man. So if you guys like some relatable content in the Southern way, man, uh, yeah, we're going to keep making it, brother. You have some cool hats, shirts. Um, I do like the little dry fit shirts and stuff. And you hooked me up with a few, and I enjoy the shit out of them. I do appreciate the signs, too, that you gave to us that we're going to be rocking during the podcast. We're in the middle of Snuff having Cup a will be supporting the Bayou Dragons till the day we go down, baby. I yeah. mean, we, you right now, we, hit it off with the, we hit it off with the Bayou Dragons since the very beginning. A lot of you guys don't know out there, man, that uh, Snuff Cup and the Bayou Dragons, since the first two months of our TikTok journey, which started in, I believe it was May of 2021, um, Snuff Cup and the Bayou Dragons have been, we've been literally tight niched, man. We've we've stayed in contact. We've been supporting each other. One of the things about social media, man, if 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 you if you grow a platform, you need to support other people, man. You need to learn from people. You need to share knowledge. You need to teach each other how to grow. You need to figure out. You need to figure out the the things that you're not performing very well in. You need to get friends that can help you with that, and you need to relay that back to them. It's as simple as that. It's that's very, like basically on the head because like I listen to a lot of podcasts and I listen to a lot of Joe Rogan, which everybody does. I mean, he's the king of this shit. But like he he was talking the other day, like a study was, um, like it was insane amount, like seventy percent of people, like kids nowadays, like don't want to go to college. They just want to start doing content creation. Yeah. And I think people need to know, just share, share your knowledge. Like there's 7.8 billion people on earth and 7 billion of them have cell phones and Instagram and TikTok, And so, well, we live in a, dude, we live in a world where, so I, I was a electrical power lineman. Not many people, really know what it is but I worked on power lines for seven years man and one of the things that I learned in that industry I worked with a great group I worked with a great group of guys goop I know I can't even talk right now but these these men got off of work and they all went home and and just tried to excel in whatever they were into so I worked with a bunch of farmers they busted their asses man and that gave me the motivation to try to keep moving forward and I relay that into my business career you know in what I'm doing now with content and trying to promote snuff cup and everything like that and it just it, dude it carries over man you need to share you need to share information share knowledge with people and just have fun I'm not sure if if that's something that just gets lost on people when they reach a certain threshold where they're like you know maybe their size they get too big or I don't know but like a lot of the, I'm it was refreshing to see like a lot of these young guys I'm talking to, they're looking to do that. And some of these guys even have like a pretty good little following, you know, they're, they're coming along. And, you know, like you said earlier, you use the term like next up, you know what I mean? So like I've talked to some guys that are, you know, they're starting to come along and things are starting to pop off and they're looking to make that transition and get into doing it. And I always tell them, I'm like, dude, do it. It's so worth it. It's, it's so much fun. It's very satisfying. And we're here for you if you need us, man. Like, I hate to see anybody get downed by someone that, like, somebody may look up to us for what it is that we're doing and, and say, like, because I've, I've felt that way about other people, and then, you know, I've met them, and then I was just like, man, it sucks because they're not cool. Or, you know, like, they, they just don't, you know, 
they they look at us and they they see something and they make a judgment and they don't even know us and so it's just kind of sour to me on stuff like that so i want to be a good i want to be a good resource for people if they have any you know any questions or you know if they're maybe saying hey i want to do this i'm like please do like it's it's so great it's so fun and satisfying well, and and like we're you know it's there's there's plenty for everybody like you you can do it is what like mainly what i try to tell them like if you put in the time and effort you can absolutely do it we're a community and if one person's doing good and selling you know the hunting and fishing game then it helps spread the word like looking at i've looked at analytics and i see that a lot of people have found us through other forums on hunting and fishing pages like from nowhere like montana or somewhere like that it's like oh this this page up in washington state like somebody mentioned bayou dragons and that that led them to find our website yeah. Dude, I was talking to Mitch today, man. Me and Mitch were talking about, you know, haters, right? So you, no matter what you do, you can have the most success in the world and people are going to hate on you. Mm-hmm. And I, and I talked about it with Mitch earlier. I, I, you know, I asked him, you know, do you guys have a bunch of haters? The, the conclusion of our conversation was, man, like you just don't care what people think about you, man. If you do your thing, if you enjoy it, if you have a passion for something, especially with what you guys do, Man, if you have a passion for what y'all do, you it, sky's the limit for you guys, man. It, it's crazy to see how much growth y'all have had in the time you've been doing what you're doing. And I know, you know, when me and Mitch were talking about that, man, like it seemed like we were both on the same point there. Yeah, we were definitely on the same page on that. You can't give a shit what people think about you if you want to be successful. If you care, you know, in trying to, you know, be a certain way to conform to other people's opinions, you're not going to be successful. You just yeah. got to do your own thing, man. I struggled with that early on and the same people that were messing with me once we got to a certain point where it was like, this is actually doing pretty well. Those, those same guys were calling me and texting me asking for stuff like, Hey man, let me get a hat. Let me get a shirt. I'm like, yeah. Worm. Worm. A worm. Worm. That's a, there's a lot of worms out there. Like I'm glad like we're getting to the point where it's like, Oh, people want to be on our podcast. Like we don't have to ask as much. Like, people are like, oh, dude, I want to be on your podcast. I want to do this. And uh, I am glad that you came down into this one. We have uh, we actually have, like, two or three lined up this week because we didn't do one this past week, and we've got a lot of messages like, when the hell is the next podcast? It's We've been busy. Hunting season started. Gator season started. We had Gator Fest. We had – we work, you know, and we're off this whole week, so we have one tonight. God, someone's belly just growled. I don't know if that was hungry or if was you needed Mitch? a shit. Was that you? That was probably Mitch. But I don't know if that was hungry or if you needed a shit. <laughs> it was you. Look Call at him. Mitch. I heard, Look at that little <laughs> shit-eating grin he's got on him. Dude, I heard that through these headphones. I just heard... <laughs> I heard it, too. I thought it came from outside. I, don't dude, know. I, thought, that was, I thought that was your obese... Dude, I so, thought it was a cow's next door, man. man. Dude, Mitchell has the most obese boxer dog and I thought it was just it shitting in the hallway, but it was your belly. Oh, my gosh. God dang, dude. We need a... So, if we have any doctors that listen to us... Oh, my god! But, uh, yeah, we have some we have some podcasts lined up this week to, to make up for, like, the lack of, like, the last couple of days. We've just been busy. But Seriously, the, the Bayou Dragons podcast, man, 
Snuff cup approved. I, <laughs> I <laughs> damn well better be approved. It better it's be approved. We have a sign right here. It's a hundred percent snuff cup approved, man. Hey, like man. Th- this podcast, this experience, this this group of men that come together, um, boys. This, no, this is a group of men, family, friends. Everybody comes man. together, man, all for one purpose, and that is with these boys enjoying the outdoors, man, respecting the wildlife, having a good time, bringing the buddies out. It is 100% worth the experience. I encourage all of you guys to try to get on the Bayou Dragons podcast. Well, you heard it first, and we're taking submissions now. Yeah. <laughs> we need to snuff, get on it with us. Yeah, just everybody. Do you have a story? Just have a line of people. Tell your one story. Do you drive a Ford truck? Yeah. Do you drive a Ford? Dude, you so might be worthy of the Bayou dude, Dragons podcast. Dude, so we just figured out that the guy that does all the Ford commercials, the, the one that... Do you drive a Ford truck? I thought it was he's just a huge, always he's like a, Trace Adkins or Sam Elliott. Dude, he's a huge supporter of Snuff Cup, and that is cool. As sh- they're like buddies. They text. I'm like, Snuff Cup showed me a voicemail. I don't know if he showed He it showed us. That's what I'm talking about. He's like, dude, listen to this voicemail. I was like, oh, my God. Dude, he has the guy He's not like, even trying, but, you know, he just the way he talks. What's it's the natural voice? I know I mean, you're he's busy, a true man. original yeah. OG, hey, man. Baker. I haven't got to call him back, and uh, he's probably going to be upset with me because uh, he was very, very kind and generous. Seems like a, a very, very wonderful individual to talk to, man. So I'm looking you forward d- to possibly having a conversation to move need, forward with that, man. You need to call him tomorrow. I, I like most definitely plan on it. Like, Take take time out of your day with us to talk to him and put him on speaker because I just want to sit there and listen to somebody that's voice could cut butter. I mean <laughs> that dude right butter. there. What what is uh the uh is it Sam Elliott? Yeah, Sam. Elliott. <laughs> yeah, like he sounds like Sam Elliott <laughs> off a of Family Guy. Like the off a of Family. You can't do him the injustice. No, his name is Mister Jason Flynn. And uh, no, I know, but the it's Sam Elliott on like. I've been watching a lot. He's on like the newest season yeah, of Family Guy, so I've been hearing him like. Yeah, man. Peter, he's very, you don't he's, drive the kettle. Yeah, he's <laughs> very big. In you. The, he's very big in the, especially the corporate industry and whatnot. And what's so special about this man is I told him um, I actually got to speak with him a little bit um, in a live I had. <clears throat> excuse my voice. He told me. He was just being gracious enough, man. I have not had anybody ever hardly to reach out to me and just want to help me. Just for what I'm trying to achieve, man. This guy was like, dude, I just want to, I'm not, I don't want money from you. I'd maybe a cup for exchange, man. Like he is just uh, Mr. Jason to you, Flynn. my services to kind of help you. Dude. Mr. Yeah. Jason Flynn on TikTok. Y'all need to follow him. This how, man is a genuine, good old him, right? boy. How awesome would it be? If, have you ever been wondering what it's like spitting in a cup that doesn't spill? Get you a snuff cup. You can spit in it, you can dump it out, you can wash it in your dishwasher. It holds three cans of snuff, and it's a beautiful product. <laughs> like, <laughs> like he is legit. Like, I just, I just automatically when you showed me the voicemail of him, I thought he when Meg on Family Guy was like, uh, I don't know his name on Family Guy, but he's like, we record this uh, my voicemail, and he's like, leave a message after the. The feed bell or whatever. And like, chink, 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 chink. Yeah, yeah, dude, genuine. That dude is man. Genuine. It's cool, dude. It's, it's so cool. Social media is is, is one of the most of powerful things in the world right now. 
Yeah. People don't understand that, man. I, I live in a town. I live in a town where when I told people about Snuff Cup and I first started talking about it, everybody laughed at me. My whole town considers me a laughing stock still to this day. And they still don't understand the power of social media. I live in a town where we have a caution light and a stop sign, man. Everybody lives we under have a, a rock. We have a ga- <laughs> we have a gas station and a small grocery store that charges more than the Dagum Walmart an hour away just for groceries, man. We're we're a small town, you know. Like chill out with the prices and stuff. Yeah. Everybody, everybody in a small town, man. The, the guys from a small town, they have they have. It's a lot rougher than people think to live in a small town, man. Like, my target audience is a small town. And and we need to come together a little bit more. Yeah, you know? Chill out, Dollar General and Family Dollar. Like, let's lower the prices a little bit. Yeah. Make it easy <laughs> Nothing, on there, you know? Nothing on, is guys. a dollar. Another case no, of false dude. advertisement. We are talking about Subway earlier. Dollar General. <laughs> <laughs> dollar General is a get scam, off of that subway. dude. Like, I'll be Mitch, honest with you guys. Hey, subway, if you're listening to this, and I know Jared's not because he's in jail. But um, if Subway, if you're listening to this, make your sandwiches actually five dollars. Yeah, they. I mean, yeah. After just, just after do after what that. you advertise. I mean, that's all you got to do. If you're looking for the price of Subway, <laughs> the quality of Ruth's Chris Steakhouse, get you a Daryl sandwich. Yeah. So I can tell you guys, if if you support Snuff Cut, man, you got my support 100 percent of the time, baby. If if you have a problem, you know you got you got my one hundred percent lifetime guarantee, money back guarantee, well, <laughs> full time yeah. customer service support. The price what you pay is the price what you get, and it's all honest, man. These people need to start being yeah. a little more honest, I, especially I, in a small being, town. They need to start being more accountable. Yeah. What they need to start being because, I mean, it is what it is, and there there are some things that you know, like kind of like we we deal with some things that we. We're accountable for the things that we can be accountable for. And even if we're not, we're going to try our best to help you. There are some things that kind of are out of our hands. You know, like USPS will, like, lose a package or something. And it's like, nothing I can do about that. But at the same time, like, you bought something from us. We want you to – we want to take care of you, you know. So we'll, we'll make it right, you know. We'll do our best, you know. But I don't know, man. It's just, like, people need to be accountable – we're getting a little bit bigger when we're talking about Subway and Jared and uh, <laughs> Dollar Store and all that. But, you know, it's just, I mean, it, it comes full circle, you know. They're they're big to the point of, of doing, you know, yeah. having all that stuff. It's like they still need to kind of account for the little guy, you know, the customer. Well, we are very um, privileged to have Mr. Snuff Cup here with us for the next couple of days. And we're going to try to put him on some birds. And uh, we're just glad to have you here, man. And we look forward to... Uh, doing future endeavors with you. I yeah. cannot wait, man. It's been it's been it's been a uh, pleasure to be here. I can't wait to uh, keep hanging out, seeing what we can come up with, and just moving forward, my friend. Yeah, yeah. And like I told you earlier, man. Uh, you're too tired to drive home. I got a horse you can get on a bucky all the way back to Missouri. That's what I'm talking about, baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, thank you, Matthew Baker, Mister Snuff, whatever y'all want. Uh, look him up on snuffcup.com. Follow him on social media. Great product, and um, and, and we ran by a salt of the earth man, Mister yeah. Matthew Baker. I appreciate y'all, man. It's been it's been a uh, absolute wonderful time hanging out. I can't wait to do another one in the future, man. Maybe mm-hmm. we can bring y'all up to Missouri one day. Hell yeah, brother! We well, got a, a couple more days. I hope your uh, outlook doesn't change. I hope it just gets better from here on Southern out. Southern hospitality, baby. Absolutely, man. Well, thank you for stopping by. I appreciate y'all. Get ready for the mosquitoes. <laughs> <laughs>